Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. Uh, I'm Cheryl Brooks, host of The Book Buzz, and we are speaking tonight with L. Wright, um, author of uh, It's Not Them, It's Only Her. And um, I'm going to tell you a little bit, give you a little bit about background on her before I bring... Um, okay, we are on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had put it in the background. All right. Um, Wright is an award-winning author of edgy contemporary romance loaded with heat, humor, and scandal. Her novels feature strong, intelligent, courageous, beautiful, yet flawed heroes and heroines of color. There was never a time when Elle wasn't about to start a book, wasn't already deep in a book, or had just finished one. She grew up believing in the power of reading to transform, to heal, and to enhance life and love. She became a lover of all things romance after her mother convinced her to take a chance and read something new. Writing stories of conditional love through adversity has become a necessary as necessary to her as reading. When she's not writing complex characters and using everyday experiences to craft her next story, she's spending quality time with her family and friends, watching old rom-coms, or trying to solve crimes on her favorite investigative Discovery Channel show. A proud Michigander and University of Michigan alum, Elle lives her um, lives her own friends to lovers romance with her real life hero of many years, and she is also mom to three young adults who inspire her to be better. So, um, welcome Elle to the Book Buzz Show. Hello, everyone. And we also have Ruby Page on with me tonight um, as my guest co-host. So welcome, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hello, everybody. Uh, looks like we have people in the audience. Uh, let's see. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi, Ola. Hi, Kimmy Pharrell. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Sharon, hello. Hey. Hey, Jennifer. Uh, we have Facebook user. Um, if you want your name to show, you can go to the description um, area and then just click on the link to give StreamYard and Facebook permission to show your name and your face. Yeah. And then uh, we have LaDonna. No, it's my brother and sister. Okay. <laughs> and what else we have? Antoinette. Hi, Antoinette. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, let me get into it. Okay, um, you know, can you let everybody know, give everybody a little bit about, tell them a little bit about the book, just for those who um, may not have read it yet, in the world of the youngs. <laughs> oh, okay, um, so it's not them, it's only her, is book four in my Young and Love series featuring this loud family of eight siblings and their parents. Um, I first introduced the young family in my pure talent novel, The Way You Tempt Me. And from there, it's just, it was just all love. Um, the first young to get a story was Peyton Young. Um, and Her Little Secret was a novella with um, a couple of author friends. And um, from there, I started with Blake. Dallas, Dex, and now Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke. Duke, Duke, Duke. <laughs> you know what? I think um, 
I have to catch up because I, I I believe I missed the last book, so I need to catch up. Oh, yeah, that was Dexter. Yeah, I have to catch up on the series. Um, and um, now the characters, as far as um, the young family, um, how many siblings is it? Eight. Eight siblings. <laughs> Eight siblings, and they're all named after soap opera characters. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I didn't know that. I didn't even re realize that. Okay. Yeah. Duke, I'm trying to think of who is Duke. Uh, I watched Channel General 7. Yeah. Oh, General Hospital. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember Duke. Duke oh, he was Labrie. with Anna. He was with yeah, Anna. Duke Lavery yeah. and Anna Devane. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got okay. it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, um, what um, um, what do you like most about writing about strong families and strong friendships? I noticed that um, the books that I've read, they have that underlining theme, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, what is it about it that you like? Oh, it's my favorite. Um, having core families in each of my series, um, whether it be siblings or even found family, like people who are not related by blood, but our family, because I learned a long time ago, you don't have to be blood to be family. Mm -hmm. And so I love writing about people who have found a family and um, tight knit circles. And I just think that there's an element of drama within families. Um, and I like to showcase that we're not all as black people, we're not all one thing. Mm. You know, we have we have lives, you know, we live, we, we, we teach, we, we walk, you know, we go to the park, you know, we do things. We're not all the same. So there, we each have different experiences and even within a family, every child is different. So you can have a big family, but each child is different. Right. And I like to show that off when I write. Um, also, now, when you write about strong family bonds and relationships, <laughs> you also don't shy away from writing about dysfunctional right. family, family relationships. And um, I have to say, you have you can write you have written some horrible parents, especially especially the fathers. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult sometimes to read. And I felt so bad for Demi. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. She had yeah. it rough on both ends, huh? Yes, yes, yes. What did you think, Ruby? Uh, was that difficult for you to read? It wasn't difficult for me to read because I'm used to her writing by now. So I knew that. <laughs> so, so I knew that it was going to be one or the other or both. And in this case, it was both of them. And they were, they were awful. Oh, they were they horrible. Were all, they were awful. They put the yeah, A in awful. They were, they you know, I, I've been trying to beat Senior for since I wrote the Wellspring series. I've been trying to beat him, <laughs> and I can't. Well, you may that. have, uh, yeah, because I, I don't think anybody can beat Senior. I don't think anybody beats Senior. <laughs> I've been trying, but I can't. <laughs> I don't know. That. I, I, it, it, oh my goodness! If you wrote somebody worse than him, that would be. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's like a personal goal of mine. <laughs> if you if, if you know me, like one of my friends, they um 
They always tell me, my friends always tell me, I'm trying to kill somebody or do something just crazy to these characters. And for some reason, I could not get a villain as dastardly as Senior. <laughs> I just can't. That's fine with me. That's fine. He was terrible. Oh, my goodness. These two were enough. I, <laughs> I just couldn't get over how they wanted to use her. That's what I couldn't get over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah that 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 was that's that was um insult to injury on that. But, um, now, like I was saying, as the reader, it was difficult for me to read. Uh, I felt so bad for Demi and the way her parents treated her. Um, when you write scenes like that, especially with um, someone like Senior, was is it difficult to write? You know, I was inspired. I don't know what it was about Senior that made me inspired. I. I <laughs> I, the reason why I did the Youngs the way I did it is because I grew up with with my grandmother was watching Dynasty and Dallas mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I was like sitting on the floor watching them with her. And I probably shouldn't have been watching them at that age. But I was just always intrigued by the mm -hmm. scandal of a soap opera. So. Mm -hmm. Even in high school, middle school, like I remember in elementary school, I remember when my mom was home for the summer because she was an educator and she would watch all the Channel 7 soaps. So I would remember like Luke and Laura, just like these vague things. Like even I was like 10 or 8, you know, <laughs> and I remember this stuff. I loved Luke and Laura's storyline. Yeah, oh and, you know, I didn't realize what really happened between Luke and Laura at that age. But, right. you know, as I got older... I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know how they came together. And I just started watching them myself. You know, as I got older, I was just watching them and I was just a, a huge fan. And I always wanted to write. My mom will always tell me, you're probably going to write a soap opera. And that is why I never thought I would write a book. I always assumed I would write a soap opera. So writing books, you know, that's, that's the offshoot of, just my general in like interest in drama and scandal, you know. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yes, and you definitely accomplished it. And and, uh... <laughs> and you know there were some crazy fathers in soap operas. Like you think about all big characters like Victor Newman and oh yeah, you know Asa Buchanan and yes. Adam Chandler and stuff like that. You know you just think about things like that and. Adam was something else. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah, he was. He was. Mm -hmm. yeah, he as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Hi, you That's my auntie. Oh, is it? Hi. Yeah. But you're just writing a soap opera every time you write a book. So you you are living out your dream. <laughs> you're right, right. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> I like a good villain. That's why I watch crime TV all the time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when that I remember Angie and Jesse too. Me too. Mm -hmm. I remember. I did too. I don't know if anybody else remembers this. Well, you probably do if you remember Angie and Jesse, but there was the uh, Greg and Jenny. Yes. Yeah. And how she died. I remember that. And I had to be really little. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember how she died. I remember them as characters. Hi, Angie. That's my other sister. Hi, Angie. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Sharon is saying Luke and Laura was hers. Yes. 
Uh, yep, I remember yeah. all of that. And, and the Casa dies. I loved all of it. Oh, yeah. Like, Fresco <laughs> and Felicia. You know, like I just, that was me. You know, I, that, I just love it. So I wanted to, when I started writing, I wanted to create huge, sweeping, I mean, sagas, family mm-hmm. sagas. So, hey, my cousin, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome. I know, I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Um, Now, let's get into the siblings a little bit, because I love the bond. um, And and last time we talked, it's been a while since we talked. um, talked, When we talked the last time, I think it was um, Her Kind of Man, I think it was. Yes. um, I love the strong bonds between the friendships and the family and the siblings. Mm-hmm. But okay, I'm gonna have to tell you, I had a problem with Tristan. Well, of course, because I knew people were gonna have a problem with Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> because he's he's not a good guy right now. You know, he has to have his redemption. It's just like when I wrote Edge of Scandal mm-hmm. and I had Caden or, mm-hmm. or Jen, as people know him. He was a villain. He's just a villain, right? You know, Tristan is the villain right now. All right. Okay, so you're gonna redo. Okay, so we we gonna have to we gonna have to get to his redemption uh, going on because uh, yeah, <laughs> the demon going on. Because uh, is that the reason you didn't put him with Demi? Because he's a villain right now. No, I put. Okay, so this here's the thing. I had a totally different. <laughs> person in mind for Duke. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. When I first started this series, it was never going to be Demi. As I started writing the series and I had one birdie in my ear, I'm not going to mention her name, but she knows who she is. <laughs> she said, I just really want him with Demi. And I just started thinking about it and I became obsessed with it. And then I couldn't unsee it. Like I had to I had to make it happen. And it actually worked out because their relationship was so organic mm. and they had such understanding and they had this unconditional love already. So yeah. it just was just a little kick over to the romantic side. And so that was easy because Duke is hot. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's hot. He's a hottie and he can cook, you know, and yes. if he likes to eat, you know, that's pretty attractive. Right, <laughs> you right. know? So, Yeah. It was easy because he had been there for her through everything that she's been through. And that would have been that would have happened even if I hadn't put her with him. That Mm -hmm. storyline was already there of him being there for her through all that stuff that happened in the past and going forward in the future. Uh, Because I just wanted to shake her and (laughs) because I'm like. You so fixated on Tristan when you have the one that's standing by you, been by your side the entire time. But, but that's you how, have to understand, how- Duke is was not a guy that anybody that knew him would want to actually be with. You know, he he never he wasn't a commitment guy. You know, true, true. And they didn't have that type of relationship. They didn't really, they really did not think of each other like that. For a long time, it took kind of like an act of God to get his mind switched from, you know, this is, and the attraction was there, of course, because she's an attractive woman to him, 
And so he never really felt like he was her brother, but he also didn't feel like he wanted her. Right. You know, like it was never like, oh, I have to be with her. It wasn't like Dex was with Charlie, where he had this crush on her for this long time. It just wasn't like that. So and um and I like the scene between uh Duke and um Sky, was it? Um yeah. <laughs> when he was where when he was she was putting him through uh sitting uh <laughs> At the uh, bridal salon, but um, I had to close. Well, I don't the know door if that's when he. I don't know if that's when she brought it up, but she brought up basically asking him what's the difference. Not that she thought of him in any particular way, but she was basically letting it be known that she always thought that well, he thought of Demi like he thinks of her. You know, a lot of people. So I had when I started telling people that I was writing this book, I said that they knew the heroine already. Because they did, like, I'm telling you, the person who was his heroine, everybody knew. Mm. So, um, you know, here we are. This is Duke. Everybody's been waiting on him since he showed up in The Way You Tempt Me. And he, he was killing it. Like, he was taking over the story. Like, he was just so cool. Like, I love writing him from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. But he has this friend named Sky. And I had people, even after I wrote Sky a full book with Garrett as her hero and them living happily ever after with baby Yoda, people <laughs> still thought that Sky was going to be with Duke. <laughs> so I had to actually close the door on that couple for good. Like, this okay. is really not going to happen. You know, <laughs> like, it's just not. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was a enduring friendship that never would never go anything other than that and it is possible to have friends like that mm -hmm. you know where you just that's like your sister right like for real <laughs> so, and i think we had a conversation about this before in the um previous um when we talked about the um her kind of man but um yeah in that series but um i love the way you that you that you write the male and female friendship characters yeah um Love it. Yeah, because there's never like a chance for them to become like it's certain friendships that you know that this person is never going to be together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's just they just have this enduring type of friendship that's not going to go away. It stands the test of time. It's 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 just a great friendship and that's all. Mm -hmm. And I think um, your books are the I, the first that I've read where I believe that as far as the friendship part of it, where there's no romance, you know, uh, romantic feelings. Um, mm -hmm. And actually, because I actually saw, you know, a strong friendship, a strong bond. And I think you do it so well. Yeah. Thank you. I think you I um, mentioned before that you have male, don't you have male friends? Yes. You, mm -hmm. I do. Personally, yes. <laughs> See, I've never had, I mean, I've had guys that I'm acquainted with through like work, school, um, mm -hmm. through my husband, but not really any um, strong male friendships. Um, I do. But I've seen other I've women. always had them. Always. Like one of my very good friends, uh, his name is Twan, and he took pictures for my brother and sister's wedding. You know, like, you know, he's a photographer. So he's been my friend since the 90s. And yeah. 
we just been friends. Like there's, it's just a friendship. I love that. Mm -hmm. Ruby, you were saying that you also have. Uh, yes, I have uh, friends that I've been, uh, male friends that I've been friends with since high school. Okay. And, and, we've, yeah. and we've been out of high school forever and a day. I still, still, you know, if I need something done, they'll come over and do it for me. And uh, mm -hmm. because I'm a single woman, so um, oh, okay. and there's no no uh, romantic feelings there. They're just you know they're just helping me out because we're friends. Mm -hmm. I love that. And uh, Katina, you were you said you never had that until your late thirties, and they are the best relationships you have. That's good. I love it. Sharon, she's also saying that she has male friends. Yeah. Yeah. And now, how does it work? Is your husband, does, how did he, um, as far as your, your, your male friends, how did that work? Because I'm like, with my husband, would he, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no new friends. No new friends. No new what's friends. Okay. Funny is, what's funny is my husband was one of my really good friends before we got together. Oh, really? So, okay. Okay. <laughs> we, we know, I've known my husband since high school. So okay. <laughs> we were friends too. So he already knew about all the other friends ahead of time. Good, good. I was reading uh with Antoinette. What you said? She said, "Oh, no male friends." Sure, she said, "They are the best." Love yeah, they are. But if I came in here with a new male friend, it'd be like, "Puppy <laughs> <laughs> is not playing that." <laughs> and I but and I have to. They as long as I they have, have had like word. one male friend that I met at work that I introduced to my husband. Mm -hmm. Um. So they were they were cool, but even with that though, we were more still like acquaintances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. She says her hubby is cool with her male friends. <laughs> and Katina, he's cool with uh, her friends. Important to them to know each other, right? And I think if you have a male friend and you're married, then your male friend also understands the importance of knowing your husband and being True. cool with your husband to maintain a friendship with you. So. True. That respect should always be there. Like I have yeah. had a friend who just recently passed away. His name was Jerry. And um, he he had the utmost respect for my relationship, for my marriage. And so he never did anything that was untoward mm -hmm. and always wanted me to make sure it was OK with Jason, you know, before we hung out. So and that's important mm -hmm. um, in your books, you are not like we were talking about before, afraid to tackle like difficult subjects. Um, I know in past books that I've read of yours, um, like mental health issues, mm -hmm. uh, the parental abuse, like we were just talking about, mm -hmm. um, dementia, suicide, things like that. Are you ever concerned about um, these things making the story too heavy when you write about these topics? Okay. I just saw Sherelle put a post in there, but she can tell you that I always go in with the best of intentions I always think I'm going to write a rom-com. Oh, but really? There's always, <laughs> there's always some drama or something deep and dark. Like I, like, I, like I said, I always have the best of intentions. Like, this is only going to be a rom-com. I'm just going to be cracking up and all this stuff. And then they see, you know, somebody died or getting over something that, that was just devastating or something like that. And 
because even like even a hard breakup can kind right. of break someone's spirit. So I'm always I hesitate to say this because I really do want to write a rom com one day. <laughs> but I really love to write struggle. <laughs> and you do it so well. <laughs> because I feel like you know that old scripture. Um, where you're you go through the fire and you come out like a diamond, you know, like it's just like like you wash and you're whiter than snow, you know, like you could be dark, like wow. dirty and dark, and then the Lord comes in and you're just white as snow. Like no matter what happened in the past, you know, he could just wash you clean. And that's like the the way a, re a good relationship can do too, like a good healthy relationship that's not toxic can just kind of transform you into a better version of yourself. Right. And so I think if you don't have a struggle, it's just like, it's just like pastors who've never been sick. It's hard to tell your parishioners how to get through a sickness, you know? So if you never had that struggle, how are you going to teach somebody how to, how they can get or show somebody how they can get through the struggle. Right. And, you but, know, you um, just, no, go ahead. I mean, I just, that's how I, I just thought I love it. I, I try, I try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I agree with you, Angela, I was going to say that, um, although the topics can be, um, heavy in your books, um, I think you balance it well with, um, with the family and friends and the humor um, now, that they now, That's have. the funny part, the family. Right. That family is crazy. Like <laughs> Very, very much so. <laughs> the, the sisters had me uh, rolling, I tell you. Those text chain had me rolling. Oh, the text chain is just oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And I can tell you, my sister, uh, LaDonna, like, she will send me the funniest text and I'm cracking up, but I'm taking notes because I'm probably going to put it in a book. <laughs> I'm probably am. So all my friends know that if they say something to me, it there's a chance it could there's go. There's a in chance a it's going to end up. <laughs> and you're right, LaDonna, we do. We like a little bit of drama. You're right. Uh, yes. Drama. <laughs> And uh, I've been friends with my best friend since fifth grade, and my husband knows him because we've been together for 26 years. But yeah, 23. Okay. That's and again, you um, if you want your face and your name to show, just uh, go up to the uh, description and right above the comments, and just click on the link, and it'll give Facebook uh, and StreamYard your permission to show your your name. <laughs> uh, Yes, iron sharpens iron. Yes, that's correct. It's Angie. Angie. <laughs> Ruby, did you have a, a question? Um, yeah. um, you know, uh, I know you consider this a friends to lovers book first, but did you also think it was a little bit in love book? No. Okay. I never okay. consider forbidden love like forbidden love to me is the forbidden man like that okay. right off rip. Oh yeah, forbidden yeah. Love. and I think even um, 
in some ways, like a best friend, a, a brother's, your, um, what is it? The brother's, your brother's best friend. Like mm -hmm. that would, that's kind of forbidden, especially if the brother tells you not to touch his sister. Right. Right. So that's, that's like, that would be forbidden. In this case, okay. none of the siblings had a problem with this. Like, no, they did not at I all. I kind of wanted to get that out right away, except for Tristan, because Tristan right. had his own ulterior motives. But um, none, nobody else had a problem, not even his parents. So <laughs> nobody had a problem with it. So I wouldn't think it was forbidden love. Okay. Okay. And, um, are we, are we going to ever find out why Tristan and Duke have this contentious relationship? Is that going to come up in his book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was, I was wondering, I'm like, what is going on with these two? But you know what I think? I think people are expecting it to be like some big bomb. You know what I'm saying? But really, in real life, some siblings just don't click. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And there's not like one thing that makes them not click. It's like a culmination of things that you love them. Like Duke said a lot. I love my brother, but I can tell you he's full of it. You know, like mm -hmm. it's. In, in the same way with Blake, like one thing I think that I love about the Youngs is that even though there's eight of them, they all have their own individual relationships with each other. Right. They all matter to each other. And even Tristan matters, but they, they're not going to sugarcoat it with him, you know. So the whole scene with the, with the siblings I love and that. how they were, you know, this telling Tristan about himself and he was listening. Mm -hmm. He was only listening because he had an ulterior motive. He was trying to get the Demi. <laughs> and they call, and one of them called him out on that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not here for us. Never, You're he here never because showed because up before. He never mm -hmm. came before. Like mm -hmm. he was there for a reason. They all knew what it was, and they all called him on it. Right. Which is what we do as families. Like if I mess up. I expect my sister to be like, girl, you messed up. You know what I'm saying? You wrong, you know? Right. And that's what real family does for each other. And, I, and I've tried to do that through all of the, all of my series. Unfortunately, you have family members who in real life, who don't, who aren't that honest, you know? And it's, it's sad, you know, because you, you have these feelings that might be, that might happen between them these hard feelings but they can never get over them because they can never be honest or they're they're never held accountable right. or like duke said you don't sit in your own shit you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying because right. that's what we all have to do we all have to sit in our own stuff you know mm -hmm. but you so, know what i liked about that scene is even though they were you know telling him about himself um you could tell it was all coming from a place of love it was no um like maliciousness, um, uh, although with him and Duke, it was kind of contentious, but um, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, Blake, Blake, like she wants, she wants. Oh, yeah, and Blake, yeah, because she wasn't holding him up, was she? <laughs> well, Blake is a fighter. Like they all, Blake is a fighter anyway. If, she, if somebody, first of all, if somebody is fighting her siblings, she's going to be the first one trying to fight them back. If she's mad at her siblings, she's going to be the first one to try and fight them. <laughs> yes, Thank Sherelle, I agree. Right. It does. It makes yeah, you feel like you're good to have with your own siblings. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're all like little firecrackers. They all have their roles. So mm -hmm. like if you've read all the books, 
Peyton is a nurturer. Uh-huh. So she's the one that takes care of everyone. Blake is the fighter. Dallas is the fixer. Dex is the counselor. And Duke is the genius because he just knows a lot about everything. And he he's he's talented. He's so talented. He's like their father. He's just he can just see things and you know. <laughs> right, LaDonna. So um he could just see things and just know you know, that somebody is effing up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> so they have to call him out too. Like when you go and pay attention to your own stuff, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Because I loved, um, uh, what book was that? And and you went into it in this book where mm-hmm. um, he was asked at the wedding to, because uh, they knew that he was a ladies man and yeah yeah uh that was the last book that i read of you new series yeah that's where that came in from oh yeah some kind of love yep he was he was a guest star in that but i remember that because when i saw the when i saw the the scene i'm like okay i remember this from the other book yeah yeah so you know i did that for a reason because the story is taking place at the same time as some kind of love. So it's like okay. um, the story starts when Dexter's book ends Okay. on the epilogue. Um, at Dexter's epilogue is the youngest Thanksgiving when um, Tristan shows up. And then the story goes through some kind of love and into whatever Demi and Duke are doing with each other. So um, I had to address the little short bridesmaid that I had him go home with in some kind of love because it's at the same time that this is all going on. So, you know, people thought that he was going to, to kind of get busy with this lady, but that didn't happen because he was already feeling Demi, you know, they had already had their moment when this happened. And it was just kind of like, to him, it was more kind of like a, a, like a bell going off in his head. Like, okay, I can't do this because, she done messed me up for everybody else. And now I got to, you know, make a decision, you know? Right. So right. it was a catalyst. It, although it felt, although I felt like they actually, especially him, I felt like he, that maybe he really did love her all this time. And that's why he never could commit to anybody else. I think he loved her, but I don't think that's why he couldn't commit. If you like his whole past, in the whole thing with Carolyn, like he just was never like that type of person to commit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one thing about him is he was very intelligent. So it, in the other books, everybody always said how intelligent he was and how he was knowledgeable. But he could recognize when things had changed for him. And then he didn't need any any other, he didn't need anything else. He knew what he wanted from that point on. And so he went and he got what he wanted. So like once he figured it out, mm-hmm. this is what I want. There was nobody that could have told him anything different, you know? Right. And so he went after what he wanted. And that's just, I don't think he thought of, the only regrets that I feel like Duke had was just the just how he lived his life mm-hmm. back then, but not the whole sleeping around with other women like <laughs> i think he was cool with that right right right, right. <laughs> right. 
no he was a player. Like I know some readers want to be like, oh, he was just a no, <laughs> no, he really was. That guy really was. <laughs> he really was a player. <laughs> he just really didn't care. And he said it. He said it to Demi himself. I didn't care. I didn't care about her husband. I didn't care about her kids. You know, I just only wanted what I wanted, you know. Right. So he had to mature. He he had to mature and and that's what made him when he started doing the work on himself, that's what made him get to a point where he could be like, Oh, well, I think I'm ready to just settle down, you know. Right. So what did you think, Ruby? Did you think um like me, uh that he was hard like in the back of his mind, he always knew that Demi was the one, or you think what uh Elle is saying? <laughs> wasn't the woman in the middle thank you Kim. between him and Tristan then he wouldn't have been as angry as he was with Tristan at Thanksgiving right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's what the family noticed they're like real mad about this you know like, <laughs> like what's going on <laughs> like you know you're real mad like even Tristan noticed like you real mad about this you know what I'm saying so that was the catalyst, that whole scene. That's why I had to write it. The whole scene yes. was the catalyst to make him be like, yeah, I, yeah, something, you know, something is right. weird here. You right. know? Yeah, so. he had to think back on that situation mm -hmm. and say, well, maybe they are right. Maybe they yeah. did something there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you remember, um, Tristan said something to um, Duke that made me think that he already knew um, that he had feelings for her. I can't remember what he said. But, oh, that um, was at the very beginning. Okay. When they were young, because like I said, he never really thought of her. He thought of her. Okay, this is hard to describe. He thought of her as family, but he never considered himself like a brother to a brother, her because right. he wouldn't have mind seeing her naked. That was his whole reasoning <laughs> back then. And he was only a kid, you know, right. he was a kid when that happened. So he was, he wasn't even an adult. Like he was like 17. Right. So he, he realized that, okay. So it is a little different because I don't want to throw up thinking right, about right, it. Right. You know? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So he had already seen her because if you, uh, read her flashback when they were younger even like 14 and she came to the house and she was bloody and stuff you know and, right. and muddy he already went in the bathroom and threw a towel on her so right. he's seen her you know so by the time he got 17 he was like I wouldn't mind seeing her you know what I'm saying but he's dupe you know he's a, he's a man you know <laughs> so he's like I wouldn't mind seeing her naked you know so that's why yeah. she's different than the other girl. You know, she's different right. than Dallas, man, because, yeah, he's still a man. <laughs> Let me say you dashed her hopes and dreams. Who said that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did I ruin your hopes and dreams? 
Yeah. She, I think she's talking about what uh, we were talking about, about Duke uh, pining for in the back of his head in mind. Yeah. He was... <laughs> I mean, I've, I've written men who pine for women in the back, you know. <laughs> like, if you read it's not the hookup, it's the chase. Dexter clearly mm. pined away for Charlie for since they were on the sandbox. Like, mm. <laughs> like he clearly did, but mm -mm, not not Okay, now who were your character inspirations for the two main characters? So I imagined Tyler Lepley as Duke um, from uh, the Tyler Perry show, The Have and Have Nots, Benny. I'm going to have to look him up. I'm trying to picture him. Okay. Um, He's also in the Harlem show. Oh, no. oh really? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, for Demi, Demi, I just, I, I don't really have like a a celebrity um, inspiration. I just knew what I wanted her to look like. I wanted her to have wild curls. Um, she was, uh, she had fair skin. She had uh, some freckles on her skin and she had green eyes. Okay. So I knew that that's how I wanted because her family, um, her mom was already biracial and she had the same green eyes, right. but her father okay. is African American. Okay. And so I, she's black, but she had some characteristics from her mom. And so I just kind of imagined her to be like, like light brown skin, um, curly hair. Um and light eyes, green eyes. And what oh yes, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I mentioned this to you. Um that I love that Duke was a chef and that um you included scenes of him actually preparing and cooking food because I've actually read books where they are supposed to be the chefs and um and you hardly it's hardly any like preparing of the food or anything, but oh, I yeah. love that. And I love that the family actually got to bond over the food. And when he was actually standing at the stove preparing it, and they were in the background sitting around the table, I can, <laughs> like Sherelle was saying, I can imagine my family right. when that scene was taking place, when those scenes were taking place. And I was saying how hungry you were making me in these in these scenes, man. I'm like, okay, I'm about to go get me something to eat. Um, but what those verbal bites, those sample bites sounded yeah. I'm like, are those real a real recipe? You know, I am uh, my sister LaDonna and Shannon could tell you, I'm always looking at recipes on Instagram and stuff. So, I yes, I saw those salmon bites on uh, Instagram and I was like, oh, do can make those. Like, I, I knew that I wanted him, his cooking to be part of the book because that's who he is. If you, he, you know, food and cooking saved his life. Right. So, like, he could have been going down a whole totally different direction, but the food saved his life. Like, being a cook, um, going away for that time to Paris, you know, that saved his life because right. he came back a changed man, you know. So, and then the whole thing with the family breakfast is a thing in, with the youngs. Right. It was like a required meal every right. day. Right, Unless they were sick or 
playing a sport or right. out of town. You know, they had to be at breakfast because that was very important to the family. And so I'm sorry, my dog is playing with his toy in the background. <laughs> um, so Shannon, I think you should cook those same advice first. Because <laughs> I am not really a cook, but I really want to be a cook in my second life. You know, like, <laughs> I love like the pancakes and you know yes me too i'm like i love it stuff. yeah i love that the, stuff the shrimp and grits i'm like okay i i was just salivating while, while, yeah. while i was reading. <laughs> like oh my goodness and then i just think it's so sexy for the man when they cook for their for their for their woman so i was i was i was there for all of it <laughs> so yeah um, I, I really love I just really loved writing those scenes because that's where you get the funniness from is right. the family. Right. You know, the, the actual characters be going through their own little things. But the family brings that humor in and right. the whole scene with the pastor saying, you know, like <laughs> the Sunday school <laughs> lesson at the, at the at the breakfast table. <laughs> they were so ready to get rid of that pastor. <laughs> I mean, it was I was cracking myself up on that scene. So <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was funny. And that's and that's what I was talking about, stuff like that that makes even though some of the topics are kind of heavy, um, it doesn't feel that way because of the family and uh the how crazy mm -hmm. the family is. Yeah. Uh, you say? Jennifer says she saw those salmon bites on TikTok. I'm telling you, they all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> You guys just type in salmon bites. I'm sure somebody is going to um, make them. See, everybody knows a pastor like that too, right? <laughs> the pastor, and then even the mom and dad, even the even Pops was like, okay, it's time to get up. Right, you right. Know, like <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love, too, the way Demi and Duke interacted with each other. Um in the way they were straight, straight with each other. And mm -hmm. even after they became a couple, it didn't change them. Cause that happens a lot. Um, it happens mm -hmm. a lot of, in real life. Um, once yeah, you become a yeah. couple, um, things change. It's up a Duke's little slip up for a minute, but, um, yeah. but she, told <laughs> him, she was like, she's told him, I can't do this. If you're not going to be the same Duke, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we yeah. have to still be the same people, you know? Right. Cause I was saying to you in my head, I'm like, please don't change him up now. What's what's going on? <laughs> no, he never changed. You know, one thing I th I think readers might I don't know if you noticed, but he's kind of a spiritual guy. Like mm. if you think about it, even when he was getting um jumped on the in Louisiana, he prayed. You know, so oh, it's yeah. kind of like yeah. he was remembering like scriptures and like you know things that his mom had told him and. And even like during the wedding, when he was recalling the scripture about love and, mm. you know, like he was kind of a spiritual guy. I don't think um, a lot of people got that because he had that background. You know, I think a lot of us had a, the, the church background as black people. A lot of us had to go to Sunday school and and have afternoon service and, you know, testimony service and. Mm -hmm. This prior meeting, you know, right, right, stuff. right. <laughs> and so he had all of that background, and so when he really needed it, he went, 
that's where he went, you know. So, yeah, the yeah, whole scene I, when he thought he was gonna die, that yeah. was pretty, that was that pretty was, rough. Yeah, but yeah, but look at who he called though. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. he called her. <laughs> see, 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 see. <laughs> but um, and then um, I love the way too how he was always there for her. It to me, it was so endearing. And when he would say, um, tell her that I, I got you, mm -hmm. um, and not just, just saying it, but he really did. He, you could tell, you know, he had her. Yeah. Uh, loved Especially it. when she was eating that. Okay. When she was eating that Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. I just kept imagining. When I wrote the scene, I just thought of every nasty Thanksgiving food that I've <laughs> ever had in my life. <laughs> And the first thing that popped to my head was ambrosia. I can't oh, yeah. stand it. Me either. I don't yeah. even know who created ambrosia. <laughs> so I had to put that in there. And then I had her taking pictures of the food and sending it to her. And then she was so hungry. And she had to steal some of that chicken. And the chicken was spicy. It, it had seasonings in it. That was the only thing that had the seasoning. <laughs> and then the turkey wasn't cooked. Like, ugh. but uh, oh, now eat that turkey because it, <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Oh my God, Madonna, you like ambrosia? Oh, you no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Ruby, Ruby, what was your one of your favorite scenes in the book? I think one of my favorite scenes was when they were that we already discussed was when they were calling Tristan out on his BS. That was one of my favorite scenes. Which one? When they were calling Tristan out on his oh, yeah. BS. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, my goodness, not you too, Sherelle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I think. Oh, you oh okay, you were with me, Sherelle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm sure Sherelle was somewhere in the background saying things because I know Sherelle. Well, since, know Sherelle since Sherelle said that, I'm just going to say Sherelle is the one who was in my ear like, I think he should be with Debbie. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I love the scene with the siblings in the hard talk. Yeah, you know, I did too. That was one of my favorites as well. Yeah. And um, I like the scene afterwards where Tristan actually talked to Demi. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Duke talked to Demi and told right. her the truth. Like, right. this is the truth. And she had to, like, accept it. Like, right. and she even said, like, you just not, you, you're not even going to let me have this one, right? You know? <laughs> and he's like, nope, that is not even my style, you know, but this is the truth. Right. And she's like, that's rough, but it's the truth. You know, it is. And she truth. knew that he would give it to her um, mm -hmm. straight. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. One of my favorites is the scene in the hallway with Demi, uh, Tristan, and Duke. Um, that was intense. And um, it was intense until Asa and Raven came in. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was hilarious. It, it, it started out being very intense. And then uh Ace and Silly Butt just broke just broke uh just broke it um uh, all the tension. Yeah. With his, with his bowl with his bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about mama what he said, mama have slamming with the snacks. Right, right. 
<laughs> and the whole scene with um chastity in his room i was like oh my oh, goodness yeah. the the sisters listening at the door and that was hilarious too. yes yes <laughs> i just thought i was cracking myself up on those scenes because i knew it was it was some some times in that book that i was crying like i was boo-hooing on some parts like <laughs> especially when she was talking to her father at the bar yes i had that down as one of my favorites too that was so hard mm-hmm. that was such a hard scene and why was i cracking up when duke uh when he what he told the father <laughs> when he was oh, yeah. <laughs> man i was cracking up but uh, yeah because he wasn't playing with him he was like i don't care you call me a thug if not you want. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you, you said uh, you love the scene between Duke's mother oh, and Demi, yes. especially when she that. told her that she, her son loved. Yeah, that was a good. That's scene. That's the scene I, I cried too. on too. I cried during that. Scene. I, I cry. I'm a cry baby on the cry scenes. Yeah, that was. I love that. Um, when she told her that she, you know I'm your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And I also um, like when um, Duke's mama called her love. And then she continued. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And calling him love. Love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, when Raven, um, you know, when she had her point of view, and and I think that was also a catalyst for Duke was the whole conversation with um, Raven saying that that's why Tristan was moving because... um, Mm -hmm. It because it, it was kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> I got you, well, you know, like, but then Raven catching them in the hallway and then blasting them out at the breakfast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. And then, uh, I can just, I can just picture the entire scene, and then, um, yes. <laughs> but I loved all the scenes between the siblings, all of it, even you know, even the complicated ones, and um. Mm-hmm. I even like the complicated relationship between Duke and uh, Tristan, and yeah. um, and their and their um, their scenes. But I loved, uh, you know, um, the surprise for Duke. Um, I love that that too. Oh, yeah, oh gosh! That surprise. I, I, you should have heard me when I said, "This is what I'm about to do." <laughs> and, of course, it's Sherelle and Cheryl, and it's, they were like, "Oh." What? <laughs> this is what I'm about to do. Like, yeah, it was it was something. And it threw him for a loop. And I knew mm-hmm. those scenes would be emotional. Yes. Because it was like, wow. You know, like, this is what was happening when I was being wild and out there. You know, right. now I'm not wild. And I got to deal with this consequence. Mm-hmm. To my wild ways, you know. So, even the scene between him and uh, Carolyn was um, heart heartwarming um, mm-hmm. and, and difficult. Um, oh yeah, that was rough. difficult scene. Yeah, yeah. Will we see the surprise in upcoming books of the young books again, or oh, we, I hope so. Will we see the surprise in the upcoming young books? I don't. No, I'm not sure because the epilogue takes place sometime in the future. So I'm okay. not sure unless I do like a follow-up with the youngs yeah, later on. I'm not sure if he'll show up again in the other books. 
You if should. In, you should in do an book. It'll be in the last book, but I um, I I don't. I'm not sure. I have another question. We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the time has flown. Um, it's already time. Uh, Ruby, did you have um any uh, question? Another question before we we, yeah, we wrap. Uh, I'm surprised that the, the parents ended up blackmailing the dad. Yeah. <laughs> what made you decide to throw them in there as a as a, doing that for Demi? Well, you know, in, in, back in the day, I had a story concept for the parents. Mm -hmm. So I was going to write a story that, um, and I may still one day. Um, write a story where I'm showing how they got together. And so if you've read about uh, Pure Talent with Jax, they are not to be played with. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Papa Young is, he's he's about that life, you know, so he has a okay. path too. So, you know, he he's not afraid. He's not afraid. So I think I, I can't remember which sister I wrote it that um, they had seen their father give a talk to a group of people and then beat somebody's butt. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, like he is, he grew up in an event that was different. You know, it was, it was like a ghetto environment. Like he, he was, he, you know what I'm saying? So he yeah, turned yeah, his yeah. life around. And so, but he he don't have no problem going back there. Going there, huh? Going there. <laughs> you know, going to the black there, right? Yeah, yeah. Doing what he has to do to get what mm -hmm. needs to be done. Doing what he has to do to get what he needs to get, you know. And so mm -hmm. he, you know, but they always have that background. They're they're both marriage and family therapists, and they just thought about what would be best for Demi. Right. And like she told her, we didn't think you could survive in that environment. So we did what we had to do to make sure it. that you could be with us. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Well, if that means letting him go free and not exposing his dirty deeds so you could live with us right. and we could take care of you, then that's what we did. Mm -hmm. I loved it. You did a great job. <laughs> with this book and like Angela said the pacing was was great everything I, I enjoyed it thank um, you really good book mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I can't wait for the next is that Tristan's book coming up or do you know yet I know oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know who's next <laughs> I know who's next well we'll wait to see who the <laughs> Who the next year will, be? <laughs> will it be this year? That's the goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I you know how life it. is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Life, lives. Life, lives. But yeah, that's the goal, and I, I plan to be finished by next year. So, yeah, I okay. do want. Um, I I do know who I want to be last. So. She's always supposed to be last, and that was and that's bliss. Okay, okay. Because I wanted to start with Blake and end with bliss. So. Oh, I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And then, um, like you said, maybe we can get a little update um, down the road on the young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the family. So, you know, that's part of my big world. You know, I have a world. And so, like, I haven't even begun to connect the scandal, edge of scandal with the Youngs. And there's a connection there. So, you know, I, I, you know, it's coming. It's just, this is the whole world. So you will definitely see the Youngs again in other books in the future. Okay. Okay. But I'm not sure about Young Duke yet. So. All right. Well, thank you for um, coming on the show. I appreciate it. And um, like I said, I, I enjoyed the book and I, I really wanted to talk about it. And thank you, Ruby, for coming on to assist me tonight. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, everyone you in the audience. Me. What were you Thank you for inviting me and having me on your platform. I really appreciate it. Thank You're you. You're very for welcome. Your support. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, Thanks, LaDonna. <laughs> um, and thank you, everyone in the audience. Thank you for coming out and for, for uh, participating. Um, it was a great chat. All righty. And we'll be back, um, not next week, but the week after next with a new author. All right. See you then. Good Bye -bye. night. Good night. Good night.